This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 280, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hellraiser again. That's right. And today we just discuss some quite random questions, let's say. You will see why in the episode and obviously hear the random questions where we talk about socks, Fireman Sam wearing the same clothes for two days, talking to yourself, googling yourself and lots more. And we continue this conversation in the members area, aka the Rock and Roll English family, where we have, in my opinion, one of the greatest episodes ever in the history of Rock and Roll English. We talk about baby R&R's adventure at nursery school because, as I have mentioned many times, in the family area, we talk about more personal things. And I just wanted to share this little snippet with you from the episode. Was it like coming out when he breathed out and then going back in when he breathed in again? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking disgusting. Now, family members will be able to enjoy that episode tomorrow. And if you are not in the family, membership will be open for 48 hours so that you can listen to the episode too. I'm not going to lie. This is a way of me trying to convince you to join the family. It's obvious. But I don't feel bad about this. I don't feel like a sleazy salesman because I genuinely think that you will love the members area and it will be very beneficial to you. So I see it as my duty to remind you about it, to convince you to join and help you improve your English. And speaking of this, something else I need to talk to you about is my fluency via pronunciation and storytelling course, which is starting next Monday. There are five different courses with a maximum of six people in each, which means there are 30 places available. 24 have already been taken. So there are only six places left in two of the courses, I believe. Four are sold out. So if you're interested in that, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash fluency, because again, I genuinely believe this course will really help you and it will be in true rock and roll English style. But if you're not interested in any of that, don't worry, because I have a cracking episode for you today. I will talk to you all again at the end. Here is the conversation. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Wonderful, Martin. How are you doing? Always fantastic, Hellraiser. Always fantastic. I apologise for my tardiness today. Um, I'm still trying to get my head round this one hour difference from the UK to mainland Europe. It's, it is quite a lot for me to comprehend. Yeah, um, I I didn't want to mention it really. You've uh, given me quite a hard time about tidiness, but I just wanted to let it slide because that's what that's what mature people do. So that's what right. a that's what a real person does. So you know, I'm not even going to mention it. You were right. late, so okay. it's okay. Sure, lovely vocab. Let it slide, like not even say anything. And the word tardiness, which basically means late, which I must admit I didn't know what that word meant. But luckily, it's the same in Italian. So lots of these. 
in English intelligent words that come from Latin, I'm able to recognise only because I speak Italian, not for any other reason. Got it. In French, isn't it retard? Uh, yeah, it can be similar in in Italian, which sounds like you're a retard, doesn't it? Which isn't great. No. I don't think you're allowed to say that in public anymore. You should, uh, oh, right. you should okay. probably edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's what it would sound like if you said that. Did okay. you just call me a retard? No, no. I just said if you were to say that, that's what it would sound like. But anyway, let's yep. move on. Hellraiser, what do you think? <laughs> I just, I'm just excited at the prospect of you getting cancelled. <laughs> Cancer culture. Yeah. No, not can't. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is getting worse. Cancel culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, Hellraiser, how do we usually start the show? <laughs> um, review. I'm looking forward to the reviews after this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't had any one stars yet, but some might be coming. Could so, be yeah, coming. we have one. Uh, it's a, I think it was a uh, iTunes one, which are the best. It's from Nelly from Russia. And it says, eventually I can leave a review. It says, this is the only permanent thing I listen to in English. And I really hope that it will be forever. Real people, real English. There's no better way to describe it. I advise it to my friends and students who are adult enough. I'm an English teacher. Guys, you're the best. It's fun, useful, fascinating and so intimate thank you martin for organizing it thank all of the guys for coming without you it wouldn't be so good from russia with love wow so thank you so much for that nelly and i think yeah the end bit there without all of you included you hellraiser so you did get a mention Thank God, at last. I think you're just holding down all the ones that mentioned me just to, so I don't get, uh, you know, ahead of myself. Yeah, nice vocab as well to get ahead of myself, to start thinking you're amazing. But yeah, maybe put Hellraiser in some reviews, okay? We're, we are getting towards the end of these reviews, so please write a review with the Hellraiser's name in, okay? I'm happy for any type of review, fake, whatever. Five stars, iTunes. That's all that matters, Hellraiser, okay? I'm going to get my mum to write another one, see if that gets on the show. <laughs> I, my mum's done one, I've done one, Mrs. R&R's done one, um, we've all done one. But like I said, they all count, Hellraiser, they all count. They do, I also did one, I think, quite a couple, a few years ago. Yeah, it's probably about time for another one then, yeah, isn't it? you're right. Um, but so, on to today's show, so we were going to talk about going back to school, Hellraiser, okay, but... As I mentioned to you in our pre-podcast chat, we've done that before. And in the with the Rock and Roll English family recently, we did the record a podcast with me. So I recorded a podcast with all of the members. And one member asked me a very random question, but I thought was fantastic. Um, and I thought, so we can just sort of ask random questions and I've got various topics to talk about. Okay, so we can start with the question she asked me, which is, have you got a sock drawer so a place to put your socks do you have a specific place for socks hellraiser i wasn't ready for this question <laughs> something you have to think about well it's got it's got like socks and pants and like sex toys <laughs> <laughs> it's the one closest to the bed oh uh, and i i bet just looking at you and I know this from experience. 
you you don't even put the socks together, do you? You know, you've got the two socks and you always put them together. The, the classic way to put two socks together, internationally known. I can just imagine you throwing in socks on their own. I, I do. Yeah, I don't, I don't pair them. It's just a waste of time. <laughs> It, you know, what's the point? You like socks to have their freedom, don't you? You don't like to restrict them <laughs> to go where they want. I also like every day to be a potluck. You know, pick out, put your hand in, pick out a couple. <laughs> Wearing the dinosaur one with the crisp hair, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, right, okay. So we've we've started off with that. Actually, on the same clothes one. What are your thoughts about wearing the same clothes two days in a row? What? Clothes. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, just standard clothes. Again, forget the sex toys and sex clothes, Hellraiser. Okay. We're talking, you know, jeans, t shirt, trousers, jumper, the normal clothes normal people wear. Yeah, it's fine. There's no problem with that. Well, it depends what kind of activities you're doing in the clothes. If you're like running up hills or getting sweaty. Do you often run up hills? I sometimes, yeah, I have. If the if the mood takes me, if I have to, if I have to run up a hill, I will. Mm. And then I won't wear the clothes the next day. It, um, it sounds like that old nursery rhyme. Jack, what was it? Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch. Was it a bottle of water? A bucket? Pail, which is like old language for a bucket, I think. A wooden bucket. Right, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't go all the way up a hill just to get a bottle, would you? Um, and, and then I, I can't really remember, so... Right, okay. He fell over and broke his head. Jack fell over and <laughs> broke, broke his head. It's pretty grim, that that uh, that's, that but, uh, story. How can you break your head? Wait, he ran down the hill. He must have fallen over and hit a rock. Or maybe Jill was up to something and then she just wanted to, you know, whack him, have him whacked. <laughs> have, him, have him whacked. Something you see in in mafia films. I don't think... <laughs> this specific term as well they use in mafia films is to get whacked i was gonna say whack him off but that's something completely different <laughs> <laughs> it, that's a good point whack him off would mean to like give someone a hand job basically to masturbate for someone else let's say um, it's strange how the, that <laughs> word can have such different meanings isn't it that's the beauty of a phrasal verb hellraiser to whack someone to kill someone to whack someone off you just add that word off, totally new meaning. Completely different, isn't it? If you're in a meeting, be careful to not say you're going to whack someone off or whack someone. Depends what kind of meeting you're in, I guess. Mm, exactly. Um, I have shared this before, but I have to share it again on this topic. Of I was looking at a CV once of a student mm. and he wanted to say that he had five years working with like manual jobs and he wrote on his cv i have five years experience of hand jobs <laughs> <laughs> imagine that at an interview that is that is good that is really good did you correct it well i did tell him to remove that yeah i, I should have just left it there just for a laugh <laughs> yeah yeah that would have been really good um, but I decided to. But yeah, on the same clothes for two days. At the moment, I'm wearing clothes two days in a row because I don't have time for showers because baby R&R is often a nightmare in the morning. Then I have to go to work. Then it gets to like midday and I think, what's the point in having a shower now? So I do wear the same clothes, but I don't actually leave the house. So it's not so much of a problem. 
Yeah, I guess so. Is it not a problem for Mrs. Arana? <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned this in one of the last podcasts we did of, you know, how I don't wear aftershave anymore to smell nice. Yeah. Just, yeah. You're just completely just, given up. <laughs> just given up. <laughs> she loves me for who I am, Hellraiser, not how I smell. Okay. Did you smell good when you met her, though? Probably not, to be honest. No, oh, it's okay then. Is he, are you, you're signed up on these terms, babe. <laughs> that, she knew the deal. Yeah. I gave her the contract and said, look, I do wear the same pants two days in a row. Um, is this okay? She said, yes. Okay. She said, yes, I'll whack you off. <laughs> that that was that was the fundamental part of the contract. <laughs> Uh, okay, so another one I've got here is Google yourself. Have you ever Googled yourself, Hellraiser? I had a friend who always used to Google people that when we knew people were starting work, she'd always like Google them and tell me all these facts about them, pull up all these pictures of them, you know, doing hurdles and all this kind of weird shit. And then she said, oh, I Googled you. And when you were coming, I thought you were a 45-year-old um, bald man because that's my uncle who have got the same name. <laughs> oh right so he's he's got a bigger online presence than i have so i thought when i saw this like i hadn't ever thought about doing this but then i thought right i'm going to do this now i'm going to google myself and i thought you know i'm you know i'm oh, pretty famous these days aren't i hellraiser and Definitely. i thought you know this is this is going to be full of pictures of me um so on the first page of google i couldn't find anything about me then i went to google images and when i got down quite low really low i did find some rock and roll english and some pictures and then i thought i'll put in the hellraiser's name first picture on google images what comes up your ugly mug <laughs> which means your your horrible face i couldn't believe it i was devastated is it so i've got more famous than you from your podcast that is yeah um from and it was a picture of your linkedin profile where where you have about 20 connections <laughs> yeah did you, you i think that you um didn't you mention my linkedin profile once because it had some hilarious <laughs> strap line which i then had to go and fucking change <laughs> but being like a serious self-starter <laughs> When people write stuff like that on CVs, it's just embarrassing. Like ho always highly mo motivated, um, proactive, can work in a team or on my own. Uh, it's I actually think it's better to write that you've got experience in hand jobs on your CV. 100%. Than, than, than just write those meaningless adjectives. It's a lot more practical and it, and it makes you stand out. <laughs> Stand out from the crowd, and that's what getting a job is all about. That's what I'm applying for is. So, yeah, yeah, good on him. Uh, and as well, hand job is an is an actual skill, isn't it? What what are they called? Hard skills, not soft skills. Soft skills are things like motivation and stuff like that. Yes, um, but a hand job is a hard skill. <laughs> yes, that is you know is actually useful. Okay, so here's another one: smelling something even though you know it's going to smell bad. Is this something you do where someone says, oh, this stinks, and then you, you just have a little sniff anyway? Yeah, definitely, of course. You've got to see it for, see it for yourself, haven't you? 
Smell it for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the classic one of this is your own farts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, you know, you're in bed, fart under the bed, and when it stays under the under the bed covers, you know it's going to be bad. But you lift up those bed sheets anyway and just have a quick little sniff. Of course you do. Yeah, that's that's called a, a Dutch oven. <laughs> I actually didn't know that term. I said, well, maybe, actually. I uh, hadn't heard it probably since I was at school, though, so maybe <laughs> had forgotten about that. Um, problem is now when, say, Mrs. R&R gets in bed. So she might be in the bathroom, and I, I think, right, okay, I've got time for a fart. And then she comes back, and I think, oh, fuck, like now this is going to be a nightmare when she opens those those bed covers and what happens? She just come back, and you what? What, do you, what happens? Well, so then she immediately says, "Have you farted?" And then in my head, I think like, "Say no, say no, say no." But at the same time, you think I start to panic, and then I kind of just put my head down like a, a naughty school child What's and say, with you? <laughs> "Say yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that." Have you, isn't that why you have kids to kind of blame that stuff on them? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I often do that. And in fact, that's another one where we might be downstairs and I fart. And then she says, oh, I think baby R&R's done a poo. Because there's the smell of poo in the room. And, it's just you. and then again, I have to say, no, sorry. Yeah, that was me. That was me. You're just going to change the nappy just to save yourself the embarrassment. Oh, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I would do that, Hellraiser, but nappies... They're costing. So a nice term there to say they cost money. Okay. Even like she's done like a massive poo and I'll be like, nah, she'll be okay with that nappy for another few days. If I wear the same pants two days in a row, she can wear the same nappy, Hellraiser. Do you shit in your pants? Because <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be a different conversation. I think we should probably take that offline. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> haven't done that in a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, there have been times, Hellraiser, we've all done it, haven't we? You, you know, you're sick, um, you, oh, you yeah. fart, and then you get the what's known as the follow-through. Yeah, this, yeah it's, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. But it, it's a bad thing, but it happens to all of us. Um, okay, so another one here is uh, talk to yourself when you're alone, like out loud. Is this something you do, Hellraiser? Yeah, a bit. If there's something going on, I might just have a chat with myself. How are those chats? Good, really good. <laughs> we sort out a lot of problems, um, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it. Enjoy it a lot. Do you not do that? Oh, I do it all the time. In fact, I often think like I'm such great company. I, like, I just have such a company. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I often think, why don't other people see what I see <laughs> in myself? Because I'm having a great time. I'm making jokes. I'm laughing at my own jokes. Yeah, it's it's just brilliant. Um, but then I, yeah, I don't get the same vibe from other people when when I'm out in the open. So That's weird, isn't it? Maybe you should just <laughs> stay at home. Just have a great time with yourself. <laughs> maybe I should. And I often actually think of stuff and maybe say something hilarious and then burst out laughing and think, oh, that would be great for the pod. Yeah. And then, but then I often forget those moments. You're in the shower. Where can you write it? You, yeah, you got to, got, got to write down that magic, Mark. I was just lost mm. to the ether. 
yeah, it's um, because all all of that great material, I think, is just going. It's just it's just literally going to waste. But but never mind. Um, okay, so I have another one here, which is um, planning escape routes for unlikely scenarios. So maybe when you're at home, you think, well, if there were if there were a fire, how would I get out of here? That's a good question. Or have you? That's a good question. Yeah, I I, I do do that. I have I have done that that's quite fun and also then doing like a physical drill of it <laughs> physical, a physical so a drill means like a, a practice run yeah let's say so you have a practice run of like jumping out the window and going down like the pipe how, how do you know that's going to work in reality otherwise <laughs> you can't just have these mad ideas oh, i've masked gunman come in the house where am i going to go have, uh, you know is the fridge big enough to put yourself in for example <laughs> <laughs> is your fridge big enough for you no it's not because i've checked and uh <laughs> confirmed that it's not but yeah yeah no, you can do you can do that and maybe just like set off an alarm in your house and then everyone has to do it <laughs> that was that was going to be my next question do you have an alarm um because i remember at school sometimes we had fire drills and that was brilliant wasn't it because it was you can go out. Although I worked at a bank in London as well, and there was a fire drill, and I worked on the forty-second floor. <laughs> you can't use the lift, and you weren't allowed to take the lifts in the drill, and we had to walk down the stairs. But it was okay, like going down. You know, it wasn't so bad. Why don't they have poles? I don't understand. It's much easier, isn't it? Just to go down forty-two floors on a pole. Imagine that. Do you think I'm Fireman Sam? Fireman Sam didn't do that. <laughs> Well, exactly. If Fireman Sam can't do it, then what hope have I got? Um, I don't know how famous Fireman Sam is in the world. Is everyone? Does everyone know Fireman Sam? I do, but we grew up in the same area, so like, <laughs> I think he's, he's British, though, isn't he? Maybe there's like you know Fireman Samuele. Samuele. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, yeah. So two things to note: Fireman Sam wasn't local it wasn't he was a local fireman it was like national tv because you said we grew up in the same area like he was so <laughs> for people that grew up in essex we had fireman sam mm. um and two about you know he's british peppa pig you know she's massive she i i'm not really familiar with uh uh pepper oh mate but i've heard that um yeah, she's a bit, bit of a big deal. Oh, yeah. Like Dora. Dora is a big deal as well, no? I, I don't know Dora. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> well, oh, now I know. Uh, yeah, of course. Dora the Explorer. Who doesn't know Dora the Explorer? Okay, so that was me and the Hellraiser discussing some random questions. We were just getting warmed up for the family one. But anyway, let's have a look at some of that R&R vocab. The Hellraiser said with his socks, he doesn't put them together because it's pot luck. That term, pot luck, to choose his socks. He doesn't know what he's going to get. We had the word pale up when we were talking about the old nursery rhyme of Jack and Jill and he went up the hill to fetch a pail of water, which in old language is basically bucket. And the Hellraiser said that nursery rhyme is pretty grim. So grim, not nice at all, almost disgusting and depressing. We then had to whack someone, which in, let's say, mafia films means to kill someone. 
Hopefully you won't need that term, but if you watch a mafia film, then you will be able to understand it. And then we had to whack someone off, which was explained well in the podcast, I think. The Hellraiser mentioned his old colleague that used to pull up facts about people via social media. So when you pull up facts, it's when you find them and show someone. I also mentioned the Hellraiser's ugly mug, which basically means face. Mug means face. A mug shot is one of your face. We spoke about soft skills and hard skills. Soft skills being things like being proactive and things like this, whilst hard skills are things like excel, whacking people off and this kind of stuff. Um, We spoke about nappies and I mentioned how they're costing. They cost money. We also spoke about the follow through, which is the classic thing you do if you feel sick and you have some stomach problems and end up pooing yourself. And we spoke about fire drills. So a drill is a practice run of something. And that's about it. So remember, if you're interested in joining the family for these 48 hours, rockandrollenglish.com slash family. If you're interested in the pronunciation course, rockandrollenglish.com slash fluency. I will talk to you all again very soon, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.